0: What's going on, everybody? Adam here. Uh, This is a new segment, which is part of the Change Creator Podcast show. Um, You know, we all have these experiences that change our perspectives in our lives and business. And for years, I've been capturing that in my notebook. Um, And as I get more and more questions from you guys, I decided, you know, one day I just sat down here and recorded my thoughts rather than writing them down. And um, this is the unedited raw stream of thought, and I'm just going to start throwing it out there. Uh, If you guys have uh, experiences that you want to share that you think other people can learn from. we want want to hear from you, so just stop by our website, shoot a note, and uh, we can have that conversation. Let's dive in. I know you going to dig this. What's going on, guys? Adam here, and today I am inspired to talk about human behavior and systems thinking. Um, we're going to keep it short and sweet. I just... You know, I love human behavior. I love the study of it. And whether you're in marketing or you're an entrepreneur or whatever it might be, um, hum- understanding human behavior is essential. And as a social entrepreneur, it is 100% mission critical. So I'm going to just kick off with a couple stories that kind of you know demonstrate human behavior, and then we'll we'll, we'll take it from there and, and align it to the importance of of, of how it applies to social entrepreneurship. Now, just before I I get into that, though, I want you to think about one thing. I want to plant this seed real quick. You have eyesight. You have the sense of touch, smell, taste, hearing. So you have these senses, right? And they help you interpret the world that's around you, right? So if you didn't have any of your senses, would you ever do anything? Think about that. So let me just give a couple quick examples, these little stories. Some are real, some are not. The first one is a real story and it just demonstrates the the human behavior aspect I'm trying to get across. So a girl, a Ukrainian girl was born in 1983. Her name is Oksana Malaya and she was really neglected by her alcoholic father. There's nothing wrong with her. She had a normal birth, all that kind of stuff. But she had an alcoholic father who just neglected her. So this girl actually grew up surrounded by dogs. That's really who raised her is dogs. (laughs) You know, it's something you don't even ever consider as a possibility, but this is what happened. And when the authorities actually found her, she was seven years old and she couldn't talk. She had almost zero basic skills and actually physically behaved like a dog. That's all she knew. She barked, she walked on all fours, and she took care of herself hygiene-wise like a dog. That is one example just to show, because of the conditions that she grew up in, that was the behavior of that person. Now, another fake story, which is just a quick and easy one, is about the gold dust. And I always like, this, this one worked for me years ago when someone shared it, and I, and I love it. So what, people really, what do people really want today? They want access to things, right? You don't need to own a million DVDs, but you do want access to those movies. You don't need to own a million CDs for music, but you want access. And we're seeing that happen, right? We're seeing it happen with Pandora, Spotify, Netflix, all these things. Um, So now if you think about the gold dust, so if it, it snows gold dust for a whole day, what are people going to do in today's culture, as we know it, and based on our economic system, we know that gold is worth a lot of money. So, people are gonna fill up their buckets and shovel in as much as they can into their house and save it. So, what happens though if it continues snowing gold dust for a year straight around the world? <laughs> right? So, now you have abundance, right? You have this abundance of gold dust, it loses its value. And you sure as heck aren't going to have anyone trying to shovel it in their house. They actually are going to be shoveling it out of their house. And you sure as heck is not going to ha- you sure you sure as heck are not going to see anyone stealing it from their neighbor because it's everywhere. It's abundant. It's like water. Like no one steals water. You go to a restaurant, they give it to you. We have abundance, um, and we're going to see more of that as automation continues to grow around the world. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. The last short story I want to share is about, you know, let's consider this. What if you were born into a tribe of Amazon headhunters? I always liked this one. Jacques Fresco used to talk about it and it it stuck with me too. Um, And so you're you're born with a group of Amazon headhunters. And just to say, is there such thing as right and wrong? Well, you're going to say, of course there is. But is there really? Because when you look at what an Amazon headhunter does, you're going to say, well, cutting off a head is, is absolutely wrong and immoral. But in their culture, the way they are brought up and the way that they do things, they might say, hey, you've got more heads than me and that's a good thing, it's like a badge of honor. So is it, is it a good, is it right or is it wrong? Well, maybe it depends on what culture you're referring to. And the same thing can be said about beauty, right? In some cultures, it's beautiful to be, you know, overweight, or it's beautiful to put the rings up your neck and stretch your neck out. Or what about in the days when they used to bind women's feet and make them small? Is it right or is it wrong? Is it pretty or is it not? What is it? How do you define it, right? So every culture, every upbringing, um, they have different ways of looking at the world. And you can't really say something is right or wrong. I, I'm using these extreme examples and stories because it's important as a social entrepreneur to be able to look at what's going on with a group of people, right, in a part of a world and not just say, hey, It's your fault as a person to make a decision that's right, wrong, stuff like that, based on what you know. You have to drop what you believe and what you know. And you've got to start saying, so they're behaving in a certain way and they're getting these results as a person. They're living in poverty or they're being abused or whatever the the issue is that you're looking at. And you got to say, what are the surrounding conditions, the system, right? What is that um, that is impacting that area and making those problems. Because now you have to learn how to inject yourself into that system with new solutions. And that's what I love about social entrepreneurship because you gotta be a real badass to break the system. Talk about being a rebel, now you're a rebel. You wanna actually say, hey, this old flawed way of doing things is no good anymore. I have this new way of doing it and I'm going to change lives once we implement it. Look at Mohammed Yunus. He created microfinance um, and that has changed the whole economic game for parts of the world because he injected this new system in, which is like, think about it as like adding a new variable to the algorithm and it changes the entire result at the end. So really fascinating when you look at social entrepreneurship and you understand how human behavior uh, should be looked at and assessed. So you don't look at someone and just say, you know what, you're overweight, it's all your fault. There's actually a doctor, and I can't remember his name, but he did a TED Talk and he went to tears on this TED Talk because for years he would say, you're not exercising enough, you don't have the willpower, and he would blame the person. Instead of looking around at our culture, which is we want to push as much crap down people's throats, right? 80% of a grocery store is junk and they would make marketing schemes like reduced fat and low carbs, all these things where if you take the fat out, they're adding more sugar or whatever the case might be. And it was actually these, these conditions, when you really looked at the surrounding system and conditions that were creating Poor behavior among people who were very susceptible, of course, biologically to gaining weight, and you know these these addictions are incredibly, incredibly difficult to break. Um, I was just impacted by Hurricane Irma. People were looting. People that don't have things and they are living in poverty. They started looting. Right? They're the ones that were looting, why? Because they don't have access to this stuff. Um, you know, you had airlines, they r- raised the price. We had mandatory evacuation, they raised the price from $500 to $3,000 a ticket. And the first thing you say is, this company is a real piece of crap, right? How can you morally do that? Well, at the end of the day, they're doing it because the name of the game that we put in place is make as much money as you can, and it's cutthroat. They're not they're thinking of bottom line, not people's well-being. But again, this is what's beautiful about social entrepreneurship because it is more about the triple bottom line. We're we're transitioning to redefine the role of business in the world. And that's what change creator is all about, and we're helping this transition. And so people are now saying, "Well, you know, it's not just about money. You actually want the money because, well, that's the system we live by. We have to have money in order to scale the real impact, the impact that is changing the system. So it's like a slow evolutionary, evolutionary process that's taking place right now. People are using this tremendous force, what we call business or entrepreneurship, in order to scale impact, and that by doing that, they're creating not just jobs; they're creating a lifestyle, which is like a mission, right? They're on this mission. They're giving people a hand up in the world because they have the hand up, and now they're helping others with a hand up with these new ideas and making their lives better. And we're using money to actually fund the ideas to scale the ideas. Um, it's a beautiful perspective and a beautiful approach. And now it's about you know really that triple bottom line: people, planet, profit. We've all heard it. And I like to focus on successes, you know, health, wealth, and relationships. Um, So until the day comes that we don't have money, you know, it's something we're going to have to navigate. So you can't hate money. Um, If you do, you just won't have any of it. I've said that in one of my earlier little podcasts that I did on um, belief or authenticity. I can't remember which one. But listen, you've got to um, understand that human behavior. You got to understand why people do what they do. And don't blame the people per se, right? You can't go to another country and say, hey, what do you, you walk eight hours a day there and back as a kid just to get access to clean water. I mean, are they not working hard enough? Is that the problem? No, there's much bigger problems at play. It's the result of how we do things, and it's time to change how we do things. So we need more change creators. That's where you guys come into play, and we're going to help more and more people get there, and that's why we interview the Dr. Elizabeth Hausers of the world, who's doing incredible work as an award-winning social entrepreneur, Chuck Slaughter, Dr. Alistair Harris. They are doing it. They're scaling impact. They're changing lives. Ned Tozen with D Light has impacted over 65 million lives with his new accessible, low cost uh, solar lighting solutions. I mean, it's incredible. It's inspiring. They're sharing how they did it, what their strategies are. Yes, you can make a living, earn good money and change the world. So guys, I hope this is helpful. Um, You know, we can go very, very deep on human behavior, but I just wanted to share a few quick thoughts. Um, If you have any comments, let me know, guys. Appreciate it. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the Change Creator Revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast.